We're talking about the, the, one of the uh, news stories that Katrina was just talking about, whether parents should have to pay to get teachers' aids to help their children that have special needs. We're privileged enough this morning to be joined by a school principal. I, I will not have the audacity to call him a headmaster. It was a very old-fashioned uh, name. But Mark Potter is the principal of Berenpore School in Wellington, and he's with me now. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Nick. What issues do you see that is going on with this teacher aid story? Well, the biggest issue that we know is actually happening across the country is there just isn't enough teacher aid resourcing for schools. So you often find situations where parents are told that the ministry isn't able to provide uh, support for a child. So parents are often left thinking, well, what, do we, what, what can we do to help our own child out? Do you know, I mean, I don't know whether you're an age to remember, but as you've listened to the show, you'll know that my father was a school principal and I come from a whole family of educationalists, brother-in-laws, sisters, all, all teachers in education. And, the, and when I was growing up, we had a thing called parents helping in a class. Do you remember that? Where if a parent mother didn't work, it was normally a mother. The mother didn't work. They would come and just help out the teacher if they had kids with special needs. Could that that situation help again now, or is that am I too old fashioned? Uh, there is something to that, and and I, I do recall times when I had parent helpers in, in my own schools. <clears throat> we even get, um, believe it or not, retired helpers, people who have retired but would love to contribute. So people do contribute in a variety of ways to schools and still do. Uh, but you definitely don't get the same a number of parents who had the time to contribute like they once did. Mark, how much pressure on the teachers right now with this with the situation where they don't have aides helping? Well, um, everywhere you go, any group of um, teachers and principals you get to get it. Um, the majority of people in that room are experiencing the difficulty. They don't have enough resourcing. And um, particularly the, the key thing here is, is skilled teacher aides as well. They make such a massive difference. And uh, we are left uh, constantly trying to supply that out of a very small uh, resource, peppercorn, it's stop-start. Um, there's criteria that determine whether or not you can get it as a child. So um, it, it doesn't matter where you go in the country, you'll find that people will say the same thing. You are the principal of Berenpore School. Are you having trouble getting teachers, attracting teachers? Uh, we are struggling to find teachers and teacher aides. Uh, again, it comes down to having people with the right skills, the right preparation. And uh, uh, right now, everyone is doing the same thing. We're all looking. Um, but it's not so easy to find the, the people you need. I saw an article a couple of weeks ago where the government's allowing 300 more teachers to, to come through immigration. Is that, is that enough or is that just a drop in the bucket? 300 is just what you say is a start. Uh, it won't actually solve our issue. Uh, we had a, an issue with teacher supply even before we had COVID issues. So uh, that is becoming a real uh, challenge across the country, especially in places where it's very difficult to afford to live if you're on an education yeah. salary. Yeah. Uh, speaking to a young man just yesterday in Auckland, who uh, uh, he's actually thinking he might just move away from Auckland because he and his partner, who both work in education, cannot afford a mortgage. Yeah, we are hearing the same story here on News Talks here, B, where people are can't, having to shift to Christchurch or cheaper places because uh, they can't afford to live, whatever occupation it is. And, and you think straight away when you see this stuff, you know, and once again, showing my age, my parents used to go and do a thing called country service where they would go and work in a, in a small country town and they'd actually get paid more to go into a country town than they did from the cities. Now that's almost got to be opposite, don't it? Well, the, the um, idea of that country service went 
out back in the days when tomorrow's school started and uh, it was viewed that, uh, that there was no need for those kinds of incentives or, or perhaps even big sticks to make people go out there. Um, so I, I, would, I would imagine that um, your uh, whānau that have been involved in, as school principals through the years and so on wouldn't recognise today's system because it's become very um, hunger games, very dog-eat-dog. Only some get resources and others don't. So, um, and that's what goes for schools providing learning for children across the country. It's, it really depends on where you are, what you have access to, uh, and that's that's including the services we often need for children with uh, disabilities and learning needs. Has a parent ever offered to pay at your school? Yes, yes, quite frequently. So, how do you handle that? Well, one of the things we say straight away is that we would never expect them to pay, uh, and we aren't ever going to say to a parent, well, we will provide a TA if you pay. But we certainly have had parents say that they are prepared to make a donation to a school to support learning support in the school. And that's something we've greatly accepted. What do you think needs to happen here? What's your message to the ministry? Well, I think the message to the ministry is that there's been a very good report released recently called Pu'aotanga, an independent review that went through all these resourcing issues and gave some very strong but very good recommendations. One of those is that there needs to be teacher aids in every classroom. Uh, that will make a big difference to what um, teachers can do today with the increased expectations they have to also meet the needs of the diverse learning needs of the children. NZEI used to be one of the most powerful unions in the country. From When I was doing the research for the story, I kept looking for where, where they were going to make comment, where they were going to help. Are they doing their job? Oh, absolutely. NZI Te is very, very committed and very active in this area. Um, so it actually uh, commissioned the independent re- review, Waltang I just mentioned, and currently there's a campaign called Naro Kaha, which is uh, all in for Tamariki. It's to bring together everybody in the education sector, parents, educators, hopefully the ministry, to make things better for children. It's, uh, it's an area of work that the NGO is one of the only ones doing that. And uh, there's all these other players out there in the disability community themselves, like IHC and CCS and so on, that have also been fighting a long, long struggle with this. Uh, there's a human rights complaint that's been in, the, um, in play for about 12 years and finally been given the go ahead to be allowed to be heard um, through the Human Rights Commission. So uh, these are all things that there's a variety of players trying to get to, to go. But you're talking decades of effort because uh, successive governments just haven't gone into this space. Kids' education will suffer, Mark. How desperate is the situation? Sorry, can you repeat that again? So I'm saying that kids' education is going to suffer. You know, how desperate is the situation? Well, children's education has been suffering for a long, long time. Uh, there have been many children that just needed additional support. They haven't been able to get it. And uh, we just can't afford to keep that going. And what we do know is there is an uh, increasing number of children in need of these kinds of support programs and support needs. How important are teachers' aids into the whole factor of education? We, we've talked about every time we have a caller online, they'll, they'll talk about the education system has to improve. How can getting more teachers' aids into the education system help that? Well, the, by increasing the number of teacher aids in the system, uh, it's going to greatly enhance the capability of classroom teachers to provide education programs that they need to do. 
Uh, I've got some absolutely stupendous people as teacher aides in my school, and they have a skill set that the teacher isn't able to deploy at times. And also they have that uh, capacity to focus on a child individually and give them what they need, which is different from the other children around them. That's quite crucial. Um, what we do find is the more you give that child chance, chances to succeed, the better chances they have to make their own way in life later on. If we don't do it early enough, and teacher aides are absolutely critical in this, then those children will become um, struggling adults, and uh, we just can't afford to do that. Mark, I'll give you my take on it. It's all about the love. I think the teachers' aides, I mean, there's some fabulous teachers out there. I've, I've, my grandchildren are both getting unbelievable education through the public system, and they've got both got, you know, it almost brings me to tears of how good their, their educators are. But I think that the aid, teachers' aides give them that thing called love. They can give them a little bit more attention, and I think really in education it's all about the love. I absolutely agree with you, Nick. It's, um, there's a, a man, Dr. Comer, um, professor in uh, America, and he has a saying that says, no significant learning will occur without a significant relationship. And yeah. uh, for a lot of these children, we are needing the biggest shifts and the biggest needs, so therefore they need the biggest relationship, and that comes through those TAs, and love is part of that. Love for that child, love for what they can be. I totally agree with you. Mark Potter there. Uh, Mark his principal of Berenpore School, and I've never, ever in my time in Wellington ever heard a bad thing about Berenpore School. In fact, I get it, people talk about it all the time, what a great school it is.